Hello, Spartan fans and golfer fans, and welcome to another edition of the 19th Hole. I'm your host, Tony Garcia, joined today by former Michigan State golfer Alyssa Farrell. Thanks for sitting down with us, Alyssa. Thank you for having me. Not a problem. Um, so it's been about a full month since uh, you since you've been done with collegiate golf. Uh, how are you? How's your summer been? Um, everything is going really well so far. Um, I've played in two events as a professional so far, and uh, I played in the Wisconsin Women's Open, and I won that one. And then I recently just got home from the Michigan Women's Open, where I um, took fourth. I heard, and there were about uh, there were sixty five at least contestants in that, correct? Correct. Wow. So I mean, you've really taken this professional thing by storm already. Two top five finishes in your first event. You're making it look easy. <laughs> it's not easy. Don't don't be fooled. No. Um. You know, I've just I've been really dedicated. You know, the past months of, um, you know, not having someone there to tell you when to practice and everything. Um. You know, I think it takes a lot of self discipline, and um, I think I've done a pretty good job of preparing myself for the events I was going to be playing in. So, so far, everything's going really well. Absolutely. Now that you don't have, like, uh, those college coaches and other teammates and a, a whole support system to help you through every day, who is it that you're looking towards uh, to to really steer you in the in the right direction? You know, ultimately, I, I have to want it myself. And, um, you know, I moved back home, so I'm here with my parents and my younger sister. And they're a huge support system, and I have a bunch of other, you know, friends, friends and family around that are helping me support, helping me and supporting me as I go through this journey. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, I, I'm the one that has to force myself to go out and play, and I'm the one that has to, you know, make myself get up and work hard every day. Absolutely, and uh, this journey, I'm sure, is going to be a long one. But before we uh, just get to that, I want to know what are your, what's your opinion on knowing that you won't be coming back to East Lansing and Michigan State in the fall. You know, that's um, a really hard subject to talk about. Um, I'm uh, very sad about it, and I don't think it's really hit me. I think um, when it does hit me, it'll be at the end of August when I don't go back to school. Um, Because right now, nothing, you know, really feels that different. Um, But what did feel different is, uh, you know, my coaches handed me a box full of my Big Ten stuff, and inside of it was, my nameplate that was on my locker and um, I think that was a huge reality check of you know this is over and I'm not going back you know I'm I'm sad that I'm not going back but I'm also excited for the next chapter of my life you know everything has to at some point everything has to change and um, so you know it's, it's a different subject it's hard to you know explain how I feel and what I think about it you know I am sad but I'm also excited at the same time. Absolutely. I mean, how could you not be? This is everything you've been working towards since, I mean, I assume you were a little girl. It's yeah. it's it's every every man's dream to play on the PGA Tour, woman's dream to play on the LPGA, and just being one step closer. I mean, I can't even imagine what how that must be feeling. So Right. You know, every little thing, you know, high school and then, you know, to college, everything was a stepping stone to ultimately going to the PGA or the LPGA. So it's just another step that I have to take. Absolutely, and I'm I'm glad you said mentioned your high school. So four time state qualifier, three time first team All State selection. She went to high school in Edgerton, Wisconsin. For those who don't know, and then as a freshman, you started in eight tournaments as a true freshman. Named second team All Big Ten as a junior. Ten top ten finishes. Seventeen top twenty finishes. Finished your career with the sixth lowest scoring average in school history and three Big Ten championships. 
that's a mouthful, but that's just an incredible list of accomplishments. Does any moment stand out to you with uh, having such an illustrious career to look back on? You know, I think the biggest thing to me um, that made a huge difference is the uh, Big Ten Championships. Um, You know, not only is it an individual thing, but it's also a team thing. You know, you all work so hard together and – yeah, I mean, taking something away like that, you know, not many people get to walk away and say, I want to be Big Ten Championships. And um, I never take that for granted. And I feel like every year I, I kept progressing. And that was what I was looking for is every year, am I getting better? Am I improving? What am I learning? So over as a whole, I, I feel like I've learned a lot, not only about my golf game, but about myself as well. So there's no one moment in my career that I look like, yep, that really changed it all. Everything just kept improving and getting better. Absolutely. And that really, just hearing that uh, come from you tells me, as you learn about yourself, that tells me a lot about you as a person too. Because for those of you who don't know, Liz is being very humble. She hit the game, or not game, match winning, tying putt, nine footer on on the final putt of the Big Ten Championships to tie Ohio State and ultimately bring Michigan State another Big Ten Championship. And after that, after they qualified in the West Regionals to go to Nationals, Alyssa, you, you finished in the top 10 at Nationals. That's unbelievable. I, I did. Yeah, you know, I, when we got to uh, Oklahoma for the National Championship, I, I loved the course, and um, it brought a great challenge for all of us. And, um, you know, I just really endured that and uh, did the most of what I could. Absolutely. And I mean, you ran away with it. And I, I know all of us in Michigan State were, who are following were just incredibly proud of you and, and with the team, even though uh, the last day, I think we all know, it left a little to be desired. It was, st- it was still a heck of a season, wouldn't you say? Yeah, you know, it, it, you can't base, you know, a whole season on one tournament or the way you end with the national championship. I mean, that is filled with the best teams in the country. And to just be there, that's an accomplishment itself. You know, there's a lot of other teams that wish they, they would have been there. And, yeah, it wasn't our best finish, but, you know, the important thing is for everybody that was there to learn from it, um, you know, because the three seniors are going to be leaving. So the other two that were there, they, you know, they need to learn something from that and uh, carry that with them to next year. Absolutely. And, I mean, I th- and what you, what you personally accomplished, I'd like to say, I think extends even farther beyond golf in the Michigan State realm. You were the Big Ten Athlete of the Year nominee for Michigan State, and you won the George Alderton Female Athlete of the Year. Uh, what does that mean to you, given how many successful teams and athletes there were at this school this year, that you were able to get such an uh, accomplishment? I, I was speechless. Um, when my coach called and told me that I won, you know, the female athlete of the year, that was just, um, yeah, I didn't know what to say to her. And I, I still don't even know what to say. It's just such, you know, it's the icing on top of the cake. And, um, you know, to have, to be recognized for something like that is just incredible. And to know that, you know, the male athlete of the year was Darquez Denard and to know what he has accomplished and to say, yeah, you know, we both got, you know, the female and male athlete of the year is, is pretty awesome. And I was, uh, very honored and um, just really excited about it. Well, yeah, around you there certainly was a no-fly zone on the golf course with all the <laughs> all the greens you were sticking this year. But I want I want to move forward towards uh, towards your uh, your future endeavors. Um, for many people might not know exactly how uh, what it entails or, or the journey uh, from going from college to the LPGA tour. You don't get to just join; you have to try out. Is that correct? Correct. Yep. 
So could you talk uh, so, about the uh, the tour qualifying school? Yeah, so Q School is uh, the first stage is at the end of August. There's three stages, and you have to go through Q School to get any sort of Symmetra status, which is the smaller tour of the LPGA. Kind um, of equivalent and then to... You have, I'm sorry, that's equivalent to the Web.com tour, correct? For, correct. For okay. Correct. So, you know, that's my next biggest step that I'm waiting for is um, I decided not to go to Q School last fall. So this summer I'm basically playing in uh, state opens and then Q School at the end of August. And through Q School, um, you get Symmetra status. And then through Symmetra status and the money list is how you get your LPGA card. And through Q School as well, if you make it to stage three, and I believe it's the top 20 in stage three gets their LPGA card. And how many, how many, uh, you say the top 20, how many uh, attempt, how many is that out of? I believe in stage one, there's over 100, and the top 70 move on to stage two. And then I'm not quite sure how many out of stage two make it into stage three. Absolutely. Well, I mean, none of this has been easy, and it doesn't sound like it's getting any easier. But, I mean, I know you have as high of expectations for you for yourself as anyone else does for you. I know you hold yourself to the highest standard. Well, how, what time length does this normally uh, – are you normally looking at? Does it take, like, three, four years for women to finally kind of make it through and bust onto the LPGA scene? Or is it longer or shorter? And then compared to that, what are you expecting from yourself? Um, you know, that's – a complicated question because it kind of all depends. Right now, I'm planning on giving myself three to four years. Um, and depending on how those years go, it depends if I give myself more. If I'm, you know, close to make, getting my LPGA card two of the years, then I'll probably keep going. But if I'm just not as successful as I'd like to be, I might move on. Um, you know, there comes a point where you have to look around and go, yeah, this might just not be there for me and I need to do something else. Um, but, you know, it can range from, you know, first year success to, you know, playing on this much tour for six years and being really close. So I think I'm just going to kind of play by year and, um, you know, see how successful I am and what I want to keep doing. Absolutely. Well, I think to make it as far as you already have shows a certain amount of success that most of us can only dream about. But I want to I wanna talk about uh, the, the pinnacle of where you hope to be, and that's not just the LPGA, but the majors and winning a major. And arguably the biggest name in women's golf, Michelle Wee, has finally broken through and won her first major, which was the Women's U.S. Open. What did you think about that? I mean, that's incredible. That I don't think anyone can understand that feeling unless you've been in that situation. And for me right now to look and say, yeah, could I win a major, that is uh, – I can't even comprehend that thought, to be honest. Right now, my major goal is just to be on the LPGA and see what happens. Um, You know, only very few are lucky enough to win a major. I mean, there's so many great players that, you know, they never win a major. And so what Michelle Wee finally did is she came, you know, I, I don't think everyone even thought that she would win a major. And the fact that she did just shows how strong she is as a golfer and as as an individual. And I hope I'm as lucky as she is someday. Absolutely. Um, it's every, I think not only as Michelle, we is one of the most um, famous and, and like well-recognized female golfers. It shows that that, I mean, that's not going to be enough. Everything needs to go right for, for, for a whole weekend uh, through all four rounds of the tournament. And even someone who is, 
it seems to be favored like she is in most tournaments. Uh, it's taken, I think this was at least her fifth year on tour. And yeah. for her to just just be winning now, I mean. That you really know, it's something. a long process. It's very hard. It's very stressful. And, you know, just putting yourself in those situations. I mean, playing well for four days, you know, you, you know, it seems only, it seems short, but it's very difficult, especially when everyone else around you is gunning for you as well. Um, but I think the best thing is to put yourself in those type of situations so that the next time you are there, you succeed if you didn't last time. Absolutely. And I, although you're now in a different, different facet, being a professional and not collegiate, all the, I have to imagine that all the pressure that you've, uh, that you've dealt with over these last three and four years in, in being at a successful school and in high pressure situations, that's, that's got to help. It does. You know, you've learned to, uh, you have to believe in yourself and, um, you know, you, yes, there are pressures, but at the same time you have to play for you and you have to want it for you as well. And you have to, you know, accept those challenges and appreciate the pressure that's put on you. Cause there's a lot of people that wish they had that pressure put on them. So I never take that for granted. I always appreciate the pressure that is on me, you know, playing under coach Stacy and, the success that she has had before me, I just wanted to do one step better. And that's what I always looked forward to. Absolutely. Would you expect that to be one of your bigger adjustments going from, I mean, with as humble and team oriented as you are and were going, uh, going from that type of mentality that even if you don't card your best round, I mean, as long as the team does it, then it's, it was still a successful weekend to, to knowing that you, you are the team. So if, if you don't have a good round, it's, I mean, that is what I mean, is. absolutely. That's why you take five people with you. And it's golf. Every day you're not going to play your best. And everything's just not going to go your way. And, you know, there would be days where I'm out there and um, I'd be five over and I'd be frustrated and coach would be like, it's okay, you have teammates. And, you know, I at the end of the day, I yes, I wanted myself to play well, but I also wanted my team to be successful too because that, you know, just having you be successful is just not as much fun. You want your team to be, be successful as well because then you all enjoy what you're doing and where you're at and, you get so many more opportunities because of it. Well, thankfully, uh, your wish was kind of your own command as your team really <laughs> followed suit, and both you and your team were incredibly successful. What, uh, what exactly, speaking of some of those successes uh, briefly, what are people like Liz Nagel and Christine Meyer, the other seniors, uh, are they kind of uh, going under in the same direction as you? Yeah, Christine went to Q school last fall, um, so she kind of got a head start on Liz and I because Liz and I did not. So Christine is actually does have symmetric status, so she's playing a symmetric tour. Um, Liz and I are pretty much in the same boat. We just play, we both just played in the Michigan Women's Open, and uh, Liz and I kind of are going on the same path. Christine's kind of on her own path because she went ahead and went to Q school um, in the fall while she was still a senior. So her path is a little different. So how does that work? Uh, you're allowed to, even though going to Q school is uh, part of becoming a professional, you're allowed to do that and still compete at the collegiate level? Correct. So the only sacrifice that Christine made was she uh, missed a couple of tournaments with our team. And that's so, why you and Liz weren't willing to do it. Is that correct. correct. Liz and I, you know, we felt that another year of experience under our, under our belt would be nice and um, that we weren't in that big of a rush to go to Q school because you learn so much from another, just another year of, collegiate play that um you know in q school it's a it's a huge deal it's uh you know it really sets the path for your career and uh i think liz and i both just wanted to make sure that we were ready to go 
Absolutely, and a, and a whole another year of experience under Coach, excuse me, Coach Stacy Slobodnik Stoll. I mean, you can't really put words into that. How she's, what I've heard around around Michigan State golf is she's kind of like the Tom Izzo of women's sports in Michigan State. Would you say that's correct? Yes, very much so. Um, you know, she's she's an awesome person, and you know, just not even as a golf coach, but as a person, I've learned so much from her, and um, I feel like. She has really helped shape me into the person I am today. Absolutely. Well, you can't ask for much more uh, from from a coach from that. And thank you so much for taking the time to sit down with us. Uh, best of luck in your in your future endeavors. That was Alyssa Farrell. This is the 19th hole. I'm your host, Tony Garcia. And as always, remember, go green. Go white.